you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. I'm sorry. I got messed up. It's Super Bowl Day. Listen, I just want to tell you, I felt the Lord leading me tonight to have a prayer meeting about 6.30 to 8.30 here at the church. Can you all join me here? If you don't come, you're going to hell. (laughs) I mean, it's the Chiefs and the Eagles. Any of y'all care? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm just playing. Who's, who, who are you going for tonight? Chiefs, raise your hand. Wow. Wait a minute, I forgot. <laughs> the, dad, the, the Cowboys hate the Eagles, don't they? I for, oh, I forgot about that. Do you know the Bible says we are not to hate? I just want to put that out there. I apologize. Yeah, I know. I'm hating right now. I apologize. I have no NFL stuff. I apologize. So I wore my, my OU and I wore my NC State hat. And this is my look at NC State hat. It's even got the sweat marks across the top of the bill. And uh, so, but we're excited you're here for 30-second theology. It's going to be a good day. We're going to do something a little different today. Amen. Amen. Don't forget next Sunday, before and after. You don't want to miss that. Uh, before you say I do and after you said you did. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be good. Me and Lori, me and my wife are doing something together. You don't want to miss it. She's going to sit on stage and correct me and tell me everything I'm doing wrong. But I got some things I'm going to say to her too. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. You're right, babe. I'll fix that. I'll change that. Amen. So, well, I'm going to jump on into it. You know, how many know we are a team? Do you know that? We are a team. And you know, God is growing our team, amen. Every Sunday I come, it's getting bigger and bigger. God is blessing us. and God's doing, amen. In fact, I sure missed you guys last week, and I apologize that I left y'all with David. That's all he had, but he did all right. He did a great job. I know he did, amen. But we are a team. We are a team. And we need to take some time just to celebrate that. I was watching uh, this week. Did anybody happen to see the game when LeBron James broke the record, all-time scoring record? Okay, none of you did. Okay. You're, I got football fans in here. Well, he broke the all-time scoring record. What shocked me is they stopped the game. I mean, they stopped the game, and people came on, and I'm like, if I was up there, I'm like, y'all better get off my, my court. Which, truth be told, I mean, but they stopped to celebrate. I want us to sometimes stop and celebrate what God is doing in this house and the great team that we've got and how God is blessing you guys to be a blessing to others out there that we may bring them to a knowledge of Christ Jesus. Amen. So, I want you to do me a favor. Today is 30-second theology. I want you to watch the screen. I can do all of that. No can do cowboy. That was hilarious. Now, y'all got me. No can do cowboy. Now, 
I know y'all think I'm crazy, but let me tell you what I'm about to do. I'm about to pull some theology out of this commercial. Is that all right? I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm going to take some theology out of this to share with you today for you to take home and say, I actually learned some theology from a NFL commercial. Let me read this passage. It's out of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you for the word that we're about to receive. I pray that every heart and mind to be open to receive, God, what you've got in store. In Jesus' name, Lord, amen and amen. Let's get into it. You ready for some theology from our football commercial? Now, uh, what's his name? Marshawn Lynch. I mean, Lynch. Am I saying that right? Marshawn Lynch. Am I saying that right? Beast Mode, is that his name? Well, Beast Mode has a cake problem. Did y'all see him looking at it? He's like, <laughs> you see the consequences of what he did? He reached for the cake, but what happened? The ball fell. And when the ball fell, everybody's going, everybody's falling down. Listen, there's consequences to your bad appetite. There's consequences to your sin, but you've got to learn as Christians, as believers, to stop allowing your bad appetite to get in the way of God's anointing. Now, let me give you some good news. If you've had some bad appetite in the past and you've had some sins in your past, you serve a God of grace, a God of forgiveness. And all you've got to do is ask. All you've got to do is say, God, I'm sorry. All you've got to say, God, is wash away my sins. Amen. And guess what he does? Now, that doesn't give you a license to keep giving into your appetite. You don't go say, God, forgive me, and then go back to it. In fact, there are some of you, you ask God to forgive you knowing you're going to do it again. Do you know what it means to repent? Turn away, do a 180 degree turn and turn away from it. Stop allowing your appetite to get in the way of your sin. I mean, the way of your anointing. Yes, stop allowing your godly appetite to get in the way of your sinning. It's the hat. It's getting in the way. If I turn it around, I'll, I'll be better. Number two, uh, what's his name? Mike Singletary. Is that his name? Mike Singletary. What, remember what did he do? He was a defense. What did he do in the commercial? Fumble! He couldn't help himself. The ball fell down, and what happened? Instinct kicked in. And although I don't know how old he is, but I'm sure it's been a while since he's played. And, you know, and, and, and but yet because of what was inside of him and all the years of being who he was, when the ball fell, what happened? He couldn't help himself. Number two, if you are in Christ, then who you are in Christ can't help but come out. Amen. If you're spending time in the Word, if you're spending time in prayer, if you're spending time uh, praising God, then where you spend your time and who God is in you will eventually come out of you. Listen to what it says right here. 
A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. In other words, God has put a gift inside of you. I don't know what yours is. Mine's preaching. Mine's leading. I'm a teacher. That's what God has put inside of me. And because of that, listen, it just comes out of me. Me and my wife, sometimes we would get in fights. She was usually wrong. I was right. Part of me is a counselor, and we would get in a fight, and I would start saying things. She'd go, don't you counsel me. I'm not one of your congregational members. <laughs> yes, dear. Because instinctly, that's who I am. I'm a counselor. And, and because of that, uh, things happen. In fact, we were flying home uh, yesterday, and as we're flying home, the, 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 it was a little bumpy. We were on the back end of the plane, and I don't know how this worked out, but I sat with Avery, Laurie sat with Abigail, and then Alshon and Natalie were together. Well, the two worst people to be together were together, and that was my wife and Abigail. They both hate flying. And we're this bumpy flight, and we're flying, and, and, and about that time I look, and Abigail looks at me, and she is bawling, tears running down her face. She's like, what would you want me to do, go take over the flight? I don't And I look at Laurie, and she's like trying to calm down Abigail. And Laurie looks at me, and she goes. <laughs> so I called over the steward, and I said, hey, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you go tell my daughter this happens all the time? It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And she, he, does, he walks over and says, oh, honey, this happens all the time. Don't worry about it, da, 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 which it made my daughter feel better, which made me feel better. So at the end of the flight, I went up to him. I don't know if he's a Christian or not a Christian. I said, man, I just want to thank you so much for saying what you said to my daughter. Bless you. God bless you. And I said that to him. And he comes back and said, I was as scared as she was. <laughs> well, I'm sure glad you didn't say that earlier. <laughs> What's inside of us? If we spend time in God's presence, it comes out, listen to this in John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance. I did that one time. I was, I was counseling with this guy. I was giving him some information about how to grow his church. And all of a sudden, this stuff just come out of me. It's like, boom. And I'm like, man, that's good. And not only am I smart, I'm good looking too. Wow. And humble. And I didn't know where it came from. Later on, it's like God reminded me. He says, I told you, I would bring to your remembrance those things. If, if you're in God, then in those situations, those circumstances, those moments, God will bring to your mind, your remembrance, what you need to say to others if you'll stay in God's presence. Amen. Number three, theology from the NFL. Do you remember what were they all doing? They loved football. They all love football. Now, whether it was players or coaches, what's the guy's name who's the NFL? Roger Goodell. That's the one they, on draft they always go boo, right? When he comes on, he's like, boo. He's a commissioner. Boo. When he comes on, I don't know why that got started, but boo. But all of them in the room were all there for one thing, football. They all had one common interest. They surrounded themselves with people. In fact, that's number three I want you to write down. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Listen, that world's tough out there, amen? 
and it's getting tougher and tougher. We, as men and women of God, we need to surround ourselves with other men and women of God. Now, please don't get me wrong. You don't just hang out with Christians. Amen? In fact, it's what we call relational or relationship evangelism. The greatest way to bring people to Jesus is not going up to someone on the street saying, Do you know Jesus? Robin, do you know Jesus? Because if I'm Robin and you come to me and do that, it makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Kind of like right now is making you feel uncomfortable because I can tell your face is getting red. And you're like, would you stop making everybody look at me, Pastor? The greatest way is Luke chapter 10. When you come into town, make a friend. Find the man of peace, make a friend. Have a relationship with him, spend time. The Bible says sup with him. Then the Bible says meet a need. Then proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, so you can't only be friends with Christians. Now, when I say be friends with sinners and bring them to Christ, I'm not saying go hang out in places you shouldn't hang out. Do not, do not leave this service. I didn't say, Pastor told me to go hang out at the strip joint. I did not. Pastor told me to go to the crack house. No, I did not. But I did tell you that you've got to have friends that don't know Jesus. Well, I don't have any more friends. All my friends know Jesus. Go make some new friends. Amen? Now, but let me say this. But to be able to minister to those who don't know Jesus, you need to hang around people who do know Jesus. You need to be around like-minded people, amen, that love Jesus, that you can come and find a refuge, that you can come to them. In fact, listen to what the Bible says here. Do not be conceived. Evil company correct, uh, corrupts good habits. Look at your neighbor saying, you're messing up my good habits. You're messing up my good habits. Don't be so corrupt. Listen. We need to understand, we need to hang around people that are blessing us. Listen to what this says in Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the company of fools will be destroyed. Can I, can I say something to you? Hear me. If I fly with eagles, I'm a what? I'm a sinner? I, 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 what did I say? Oh, I, oh, you Dallas Cowboy people take it too serious. We just decided here at Compassion Church that the word eagle is a sin. Wow. Well, I'm going to take that out today or something. Eagle, 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 sinner. Listen, we need to realize that what was the adage, if, if I hang out with eagles, I'm an eagle, but if I hang out with turkeys, gobble, gobble, I'm, I'm a turkey, amen? Surround yourself. Listen, let me tell you a couple of ways to do that, team. We're talking about team today. One is be in the house of the Lord every Sunday. One, and a, one hour and 15 minutes out of a seven-day week is not a lot to ask to be in the house of Jesus, amen? Also, get yourself with some Bible studies with some Christians, amen? Hang out with some other Christians, get to know Jesus more, hallelujah, Amen. Number four. I got five, so I got to hurry. There's a lot of theology. There's a lot of theology in that commercial. Number four. Like football, ministry is a contact sport. What were they doing that whole game? Y'all know what made y'all laugh. Them knocking them into the ground. Them tackling them, slamming on the deck. I even got excited. Y'all, one time I'm like,
but it is a contact sport. Listen to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effect of working by which every part does its, say this word with me, share, causes, say this word with me, growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Ministry is a contact sport, amen, just like football. Now, it is for right now, the way our society is going to eventually, we're going to have gentle flag football. You gently pull the flag. Don't pull it too hard. It may offend somebody. Don't get mad at me. This Everybody gets a trophy, gets on my nerves. And listen, if, you, if you're a parent and you love that every kid gets a trophy, it's because your kid sucks at whatever sport they're playing. I'm just saying... <laughs> the, the funniest thing was Brandy right here. Brandy goes, <laughs> I'm sorry, forgive me. It's true, but forgive me. Listen, we need to have contact with one another. Amen. I'm not saying contact slamming each other, tearing each other down, or, or you know, beating up on each other. In fact, can I tell you, church, we need to stop doing that. This needs to be a house of refuge where men and women of God can come and find refuge. But listen, we have to do ministry together. We have all of us a gift. If Listen, can I tell you the greatest day for me as a believer is the day that I have every single person sitting in this congregation doing a job in this church. That's what I'm looking for. Because when you start doing that, then what does the Bible say? It says growth and edifying. If we will all do what we are good at in the kingdom of God, then the Bible says we will grow as the body and we will be edified as men and women of God. Isn't that awesome? Amen. The last one. You ready? You remember the girl at the end? Who was that girl? I don't either. I, I, listen, I, I'm going to have to be honest. I had to ask Kyle who the other football players were. I didn't know. <laughs> Don't judge me. But I've been asking everybody, who was the girl at the end and nobody knew? But remember the guy walked up. Who was the player that walked up to her? Who? Who? It doesn't matter because y'all all given different names so y'all don't know either. Don't you judge me. But he walks up and he said, hey, can I? There we go. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Is that who he said? He already said it. See, you're too late. He knew. He didn't have to think about it. He already knew. He's a real football guy. You're not. Yeah. Remember, he walked up to the girl and he said, hey, can I have the ball? What did the girl do? Come and get it. See, there's some times as men and women of God that we think we're owed something. We think God owes us. God has already given you what he owes you, and that is salvation. I want you to write this down. Don't think you are owed anything. You got to earn it. I'm not talking about salvation. That's a free gift given by God that comes by God's grace. But some of you, you want God's peace. God's peace comes when you get in God's presence. You got to earn it. Some of you want God's blessing. Well, to get God's blessing, you got to be in God's will. Some of you want prosperity and abundance in your finances, okay? Then you've got to do what the Bible says about giving. 
See, we get it mixed up all the time because God's salvation is a free gift. We think everything else is free. It's not. If I'm a coach and I've got a football player that's about to play for me, but he won't come to practices, he won't work out, he ain't going to play for me. Listen, if i got a staff member that, truth be told, they got the best talent of anybody on the team, but the problem is they won't do what they're supposed to do, they're not going to stay on the team. As Christians, we skate through our Christian walk on the understanding that I'm saved by grace and it's a free gift and I can just live and do what I want to do and that's enough and it's not. I'm not saying you may not make it to heaven. You may. I'm not saying you may not stick through the pearly gates onto the golden streets. There's a big chance you will. What I am saying is on this side of glory, you're not being obedient to God. You're not living the life He's called you to live. God wants to bless you. God wants to give you abundance. God wants to give you peace. and God wants to give you joy. But you've got to earn it. You've got to put yourself in the place of God's blessings by being in God's presence. What y'all think about this today? What great theology from a commercial. Amen. I want you to stand with me. Would everybody agree that ministry is a team sport? Then let me ask you this. With every head bowed, every eye closed. How many would you admit that you've not been on the team, that you've been on the sidelines, Enjoying everybody else's work, but you know it's time to get in the game. Raise your hand. Yes. Lord, I pray for every hand that is raised. And I ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ today that, Lord, let them get in the game, committed to serving and doing your will. I pray that, Lord, they would seek to know where you'd plug them in into the kingdom of God, where you'd have them on the team, whether it's worship or kids or students whether it's greeting, whether it's preaching or teaching, that, Lord, whatever the call is, they're saying, God, Lord, put me in. Put me in the game, coach. I'm ready to play. I pray for it right now in Jesus' name. With every head bowed, every eye closed, one last question. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, He loves you and accepts you just the way you are. He's not seeking your perfection. He's not seeking your sinless life. He just wants his child to be in a relationship with him. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, say, Pastor, if I were to die today, I don't know whether I'm going to heaven or hell, but I don't want to leave this house today without knowing Jesus. If that is you, then I want you to raise your hand right now. Is there anybody? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I've had three raise their hand. Give God praise. I want all of you to say this prayer with me. Say it loud. Say it proud as three new names have been written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Say, Dear Jesus, I invite you to my heart and into my life. Forgive me of all my sins and all my ways. I repent and I come to you and ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life forever and ever. Amen. Give God praise today.
We are so happy that you joined us today. Here at Compassion, we value family, which means we value you. If there's any way that we can be praying for you and believing with you for something, please make sure that you let us know. You guys have a great week and we'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.